You're listening to another episode of The Zag. Eric Soap here, continuing our series featuring NLC alums who are working on the front line of COVID all across the country. Today, 2019 NLC San Antonio fellow Chrissy Gutierrez is here. We'll catch up with her, see what life is like in Texas, see what she's working on. You don't want to miss it. Let's get to it. All right, Chrissy, what is life like in Texas these days? I'm over here in LA and we're still pretty hardcore lockdown, but I feel like Texas is a little less lockdown. Is that true? Yeah, kind of. I mean, uh, San Antonio, which is where I'm calling from, is doing well. And I think we're doing a pretty good job at slowing the spread, um, but we're not out of the woods yet. And I think with the new executive orders that are coming from the governor, um, you know, as we begin the process of reopening the state, um, are kind of a little confusing um, for a lot of people, despite the data and, you know, the mass requirements, we're probably likely to see the numbers increase. So I think it's kind of a distressing and uncertain time for many Texas Texans who are having to kind of pin their own health versus their own economic necessities and vice versa. Yeah. And do you have a stance on masks, no masks? What are you hearing from your friends? What are you seeing other San Antonio people say about it? I think um, I am definitely on team mask. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, people that I have spoken to are, are definitely on team mask as well. Um, we know that that has really proven to, um, you know, kind of keep the contamination um, out. And, you know, the last thing we want to do is, is um, you know, infect our fellow Texans and our neighbors. So um, I'm hoping that we get a little more stringent on um, you know, the requirements and the things that are keeping uh, people healthy and safe. And in terms of how you've been trying to bring folks together and keeping people safe, I know you're working on uh, something to bring neighbors together called the Little Free Pantry. Give folks a scoop on what that is. Sure. So um, really, I think um, for me, um, knowing what we know about, you know, the unemployment rates and the food insecurity, I think you know, Eric, before all of this started, we really had a bigger hunger and poverty problem in this country than really any industrialized nation in the planet. So now with millions of Americans unemployed since even the start of this pandemic, um, families who already qualified for food assistance or needed help really need it now more than ever. Um, in fact, less than a month ago here in San Antonio, um, we really got to see a lot of individuals who, um, you know, needed assistance um, immediately. For instance, the San Antonio Food Bank um, prepared for about, you know, 6,000 families to feed 6,000 families um, over on the south side of San Antonio. And they ended up with an additional four, um, mm. of 4,000 people who were really not normally registered with the the San Antonio Food Bank. So we know that the need for food is great and it's growing every day. Um, so one day I was on Instagram during my own quarantine and I saw our mayor's wife, which is uh, Erica Prosper Nirenberg. She posted a photo of her and her friends um, donating canned goods to, you know, some of the local lending libraries um, around parts of San Antonio. And I kind of thought for a second, you know, wouldn't that be cool if my neighborhood had a food pantry? Um, 
And I was familiar with the Little Free Food Pantries, which is a kind of a partnership of the Little Lending Library. It's like the sister of the Little Lending Library. And I thought, you know, that's definitely something that I can do on a micro level. And so I found so I found a neighbor not too far from here where I live who was selling a storage cabinet. Um, I kind of repurposed it painted it up and, um, you know, put some nice inspirational quotes on the outside, made it real colorful. And um, it really took a leg of its own. And, you know, neighbors have been every day coming and dropping things off, taking things. In fact, on Monday, I went and uh, dropped off some food, probably about two thirds of our pantry um, to another little free pantry who really needed it. And the next day when I woke up and, you know, checked it again, it was completely full. Mm. So um, it's been really amazing to see. We've seen a lot of other neighbors within our adjacent neighborhoods start their own. Um, So I think, you know, this is a really unique way during COVID, during this time where we're all together, we're all home, um, to kind of reunite neighborhoods again um, and really start thinking of not only ourselves, but of others And I think that if, you know, every, and this is a crazy thought, but if every street or every other street had their own micro lending pantry, um, we could really alleviate a lot of the hunger in within our own cities. And so I'm hoping that, you know, even if San Antonio, if we can adopt this um, at a smaller scale slowly, I think that we can really do some good. And so it's been really exciting to see. It's been really inspiring to see neighbors helping neighbors um, and just looking out for each other. Yeah, well said. When we come back, we'll hear a little bit more about the Little Free Pantry and talk about some other community organizing efforts in San Antonio. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. So, Chrissy, what do you uh, do these days to connect with your NLC crew? Uh, you're in the last year's class, and uh, I know this year's 2020 fellows have had an interesting experience, but what, what ways have you been able to stay connected to the folks that you met last year? So, um, I'm actually on the NLC 2020 board. Um, was definitely really excited about being a part of NLC and wanted to stay engaged and continue our, you know, our progressive mission of moving forward. Um, so I've actually, I mean, I, I'm talking and connecting with our, my NLC class, this, this current NLC class, almost on a weekly basis. Um, you know, I just, I did a happy hour yesterday with some of the current fellows and um, that was really great. Um, we've been doing online virtual happy hours. We have a pa- policy um, panel coming up soon. So we stay pretty tight. Uh, we're pretty close over here in San Antonio. So I'm grateful for my NLC family for, um, you know, keeping us a kind of like, uh, I think all of us are, our minds are a, are a little scattered right now with this pandemic going on. But um I think it's a good reminder. It's good to have friends who um, also have other initiatives and programs and um, causes going on that are continuing, you know, with a progressive mission and mindset. And as you think about NLC continuing for next year and you think about the 2021 fellows class, do you have any guesses yet about 
what the makeup of that class will be. Do you think it'll be similar to this one or because we're in such unique, strange times, we'll actually get to, to maybe meet some folks we might not have otherwise who are interested in the program or maybe even could, you know, put the class together in ways we hadn't thought of before. Any, any thoughts on what that might look and feel like? Definitely. I mean, I definitely think, um, you know, sitting in, listening to NLC leadership and, um, you know, speaking within our own current boards, I think that this next year is definitely going to be a new challenge for us. Um, but I think this 2020 class has really re-inspired us even within at our, at our own board level um, to think beyond what we currently have and who we're currently reaching. So I am hopeful that, you know, we'll find ways to reimagine um how we administer our curriculum, what kinds of demographics we reach, um, the people that we're able to touch, the programs that we're able to start. So, I mean, I think, you know, listening to some of the podcasts that you've even worked on this week with teachers where we've reimagined education almost overnight um, is, is truly a testament to, you know, our own ingenuity. And so I'm, I'm really optimistic about what NLC is going to move forward and do. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to, to continue our mission. Well, listen, we're excited to have you on and thanks for filling us in on the little pantry and hopefully it'll expand. And I think you're totally right to have a vision where every street corner or every block has some version of it. it makes a lot of sense. So thanks so much for doing that. And thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Zag. Make sure to catch all past episodes. We've dropped a lot in the last two, three weeks. Right now, uh, you can go and check out all the ones we did last week featuring teachers for Teacher Appreciation Week. And we also have a bunch of episodes featuring folks on the front lines of COVID across the country. Find all those in the places where you're getting your podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. They're all there. So until next time, we'll catch you soon.